This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Nashville After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Nashville After Show. Music. I love it. <laughs> hey guys, Bing is for doing, and we're here doing the Nashville After Buzz TV show, and this is episode five called Move It On Over. Hmm. So there's a lot going on this episode, so we're going to break a lot of it down for you. But before we get going, we just want to talk a little bit about country music had a big event last week. We just want to have a, a few comments about the big CMA awards. So, CMA. Yeah, what'd you ladies think? Well, by the way, I'm Whitney Lane. And I'm Jennifer oh, Baldwin. I'm sorry. I did that last <laughs> I'm time. I'm J.J. Jorgens. <laughs> I loved it. I love the CMA Awards. Um, it's my favorite. I watched the whole red carpet first on CMT, and I was like, one day, one day, that'll be me. And then um, watched the CMA Awards. I thought most of the awards, I don't know. You know, you always have, like, the critics who are saying they shouldn't have won or they should have won. But, I mean, I was happy. I like them all, usually, so... I thought it ended up pretty well. Mm-hmm. It it's definitely a good show for watching performances. They they are performance heavy, which is why you watch that show in the beginning. Yeah, and they all seem to have such a good time. And yeah, I just thought it was really refreshing because I think now that I've you know been out here for like twelve years now and watching all these award shows, which I am a junkie and watch all of them. But for this time, I was like, you know, I really think it's refreshing that these guys are like in their jeans and their cowboy boots, and you know, there's no tuxedos or what are you wearing or who are you wearing. It's, it's more just, like a party. Yeah, like yeah, you like you expect afterwards for them to open up the door and there just be like pickup trucks everywhere <laughs> around, you know, and out tailgating. Like it's kind it just of was what really it's fun. like. Yeah. I just went to the Eric Church concert. He won mm-hmm. album of the year at the CMA. Yeah. So I went to Eric Church, Justin Moore, and Kitmore. And at the end, we went and hung out where their tour buses were and stuff. And it was literally, they got a taco truck to come. They yeah. were just all kind of like hanging out, chilling, drinking beer after the show, ready like to go on to the next place. Yeah, it just makes you, yeah, it really real puts you in men. a good... Yes, we all, we three commented on that, that it just was like real big 
men. Deacons <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Deacons everywhere. Yeah. And I, yes. and I think also seeing uh, Faith Hill and Tim McGraw, that really like it made me think of this show because I think that's why I love Rain and Deacon so much is because in my mind, I think that even though their love story is clearly nowhere near the same <laughs> as Tim and Faith's, I just think they remind me of those two. And I, I, I have to say, I watched the CMAs. Mm-hmm. I, I watch it every year and I'm such a big fan of country music as well. Um, I agree. I love the performances. The performances to the award ratio is totally off, but I still enjoyed yeah. it, yeah. and I, I loved Tim and Faith. I there know. Was, there was the power country couple to Yes, me perfect. Yeah, couple. Blake I, and Miranda. Except they made me cry. Their speeches made me cry the CMAs this time when they won for Over You, and I was just like, oh, that's touching. Yeah. See, that's when I, that's why I love it sometimes, because country music, it's just like, it's from the heart, and you can tell. I mean, when people accept their awards, and they are complimenting all the people they went up against as to like how in the world did I win it that's humbling and it's good to watch totally agree and like Miranda was very supportive to other women and other up and, you know it. the other people she was against and yeah I loved it too doesn't so. hurt to see 12 costume changes for <laughs> Carrie Underwood I was like I'd take every single one of those dresses she's got to be exhausted at the end of that night I know all right so sorry we digressed a little bit but you know it's all still in the country theme well, so speaking of though we did get an email from Eric talking about yes. the CMAs a oh, little yeah. bit and who went up there because if you know the ladies of Nashville represented so we saw Connie Britton Hayden Panettiere and Kimberly Williams Paisley they um, they gave out or presented the award for female vocalist of the week, mm-hmm. of the year which went to Miranda Lambert so it kind of worked because all the ladies up there presenting it. Um, but we had some a little bit of kind of confusion as to why Kimberly Paisley was up there. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Yeah, Eric kind of felt that, um, our listener Eric felt that it was, he didn't like seeing her there. And he felt that that was a slap in the face to Nashville. There's the show that this um, CMA should have had one of the other girls, uh, from, like Claire, from the show. Like one, um, one of the more leading ladies on Nashville. Yes. Peggy is sort of. A supporting tangential character. Yeah, and I I see his point. I definitely see a totally valid point, but I also see why the CMAs did it. I mean, she's married to Brad Paisley, the host of the show. She's connected More to country people, by yeah. marriage, so... And, Yes. She's and, not just playing it on the, the show. Yeah, and I think more more people that also maybe aren't country music fans also might know her from Father of the Bride yeah, and some of the other acting. Stuff. Yeah, she's been in tons of shows, so... And I think maybe if you put Claire up there and you're not with you for some reason aren't watching Nashville like I don't know why you would not be yeah like you might not know you know who she is and so yeah so but thanks for writing in Eric and yeah good to hear your comments always definitely Definitely. an interesting perspective and we can totally see where you're coming from yeah definitely all right so let's get going on tonight's episode because we got lots to talk about yeah all right let's first start talking about um Juliet and her mom Jolene. And then go and Jolene going into rehab. That story has definitely unraveled. We thought from the beginning, you know, with our predictions, what was going to happen, um, that we were going to see a softer side of Juliet, and we definitely are seeing mm-hmm. one. She's reaching out for help. She's actually now being a friend to Deacon and him, a friend to her, mm-hmm. and it's just interesting to see that story unfold. 
Well, to, just to see the whole, the background of it, too, when her mom was slapping her yes. when she took her to rehab, when she gets caught with with drugs and alcohol. And, and her boyfriend. And she kicks the boyfriend out. She's walking around yelling in her underwear. Like, I get why Juliet yeah. would be very embarrassed by the situation and not want it to continue. Mm-hmm. And so I can kind of see why she does put on that big facade. She closes herself off. She makes it seem like she's just this, this kind of skanky girl going for anything. But deep down, she needs somebody to kind of rely on and lean on. And that's yeah. become Deacon. He even offered to help and said, you know, your mom probably is tired of hearing it from you because it's you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably helpful to have somebody else come in and say something to her. And what a better guy than someone who's been through it already himself and knew a good place to take him and to take her. Her mom is a fan of Deacon. <laughs> Deacon and Raina. Yeah. <laughs> of yeah. all people. And I, I do think it's also very interesting to see how um, Juliet reacts, like we said, when her mother slapped her. You know, anybody else, she would have gone, you know, probably engaged in a fight with her. So there is, we do start to see that softer side of her really wanting, you know, be, being saddened by all this and being sad that that was sad how her mom has treated her in the past. But you see so much resentment and hatred mm-hmm. towards her mom. I mean, she moved out of her house. Anything she's touched, touched. I don't want it. So now she's in a new, new, very gorgeous home, <laughs> mm-hmm. large home for one for one lady. But, I mean, you just see she really has a lot of resentment and hatred towards her. I, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting also because you do see that side, but you do see the side that she wants her mom to get better and she wants, she needs her mom and Deacon touches on that. And I'm sure we've got a lot of listeners and viewers that have had experience either themselves with some kind of addiction or, you know, know somebody or in their family or whatever it is. And it's not easy because you do have that guilt where you're like, Mm -hmm. I hate you, but I also want to help you. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was working Dr. Phil, and this was the exact topic of mom and daughter, like, hatred today. So it is everywhere. Maybe they, Jolene and Juliet, head to Dr. Phil, and he will solve your problem. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But, I mean, you're right. It it does stem from a lot of different things, and a lot of people have different issues like this. It's good for her to kind of be forced to get help. But you did see the pills fall out of her. When, of her code or wherever it was when she got out of the car and Deacon said, nope, can't take these in. Yeah, yeah. And also interesting that Juliet always, like, her way of coping and dealing, since she doesn't have close friends or those relationships, is either, like, using her body and sex, like she was trying to, you know, kiss Deacon, and he's like, wait, you know, how about just a the thank you, you know? So it was interesting to see them be, get things more on just a friend level after he kind of squashed that. Seems like they both need a friend. Yeah, because Raina is usually his person, and right now Raina can't be her, his person, so he moved on to Juliet, which is nice because she's doing it for him, and he's doing it for her, and it just seems very selfless at this time, where they, where she seems a lot more selfish. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does seem like it's a change in their relationship in general, just Deacon and Juliet, because substance. Yeah, but it's just kind of weird how it all started out and how they're shifting to this now because I'm a little just confused as to, you know, obviously, just by watching the show in general, what's happening is it's pulling them closer together. Mm -hmm. So is it going to turn from like, oh, just having sex, now we're friends, now we're going to have this relationship going on because we have all this stuff in common and we're the only ones there for each other. Yeah, I agree with you. It was an interesting... They, they cooled it off really quickly because just, I think, either last week or the week before us. they were, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, in bed together with that. Yeah. yeah. So. A little surprising. And writing that, like, love song or whatever. Yeah. That song, which I yeah. love so much, Undermine, written yeah. by Casey Musgraves. 
I know. I love how they're kind of showcasing lots of up-and-coming country mm-hmm. talent. Yeah. Another great song, by the way, though, by Casey Musgraves is Merry Go Round. And it looks like we have a caller. Yay! <gasps> Who could it be? Hello? Hey, ladies. Uh, <laughs> it's Lauren. Hi. Hi, Lauren. We miss you. Oh, OMG, how good is this episode? <laughs> so good. And even the previews for next week look better. Mm-hmm. Um, hi. And wait, can I just say something? I don't know if you guys already said this, but what the heck was that answer that Raina gave her husband? Yeah, yeah we, we haven't gotten there yet, but yeah. that is definitely... Okay, well then let's not, let's not jump. But. <laughs> well, clearly we know what you're upset by. Yeah. Yeah, Lauren, I was upset with her last week, as you knew, and uh, I am equally ups- as, as upset with her this week, too. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. But, I mean, and also, I don't know, sorry, I'm totally interjecting into your conversation, so if you didn't get to this one either yet, stop me, but um, Scarlett making eyes yep. at, there. Uh, um, what's his name? Gunner? Not, mm-hmm. Yeah, Gunner. Um, you know how I am with names, girls. Um, <laughs> that, I, what, that was like, whoa, to me. Yeah. Awkward, huh? Super awkward. Yeah, we haven't gotten there either. We've got, obviously, oh. lots of stuff. <laughs> but you are all fired up. What are you ladies talking about Juliet right now? and her mom. Yeah. What'd and Deacon. Deacon's involvement uh, in all that. Oh, my gosh. Her and her mom. I do like, though, how it's sort of, we get to see, again, like we talked about this before, the vulnerable side, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were just saying and that, so I, we agree. Yeah. Sorry. So so I totally interrupted you, ladies. What were you in the middle of talking of before I came and called in? We were just finishing up talking about the, uh, the dynamic the, now between Deacon and Juliet and how it's sort of evolved from like hot and heavy to weird, cold, now friendship. Mm-hmm. And then where will it go from here? We were wondering. Oh my yeah. Gosh, where do you think know. it's do you, Where do you think go it's going to go? You know, I feel like she wants to let it go, and he wants to, well, I don't know that he wants to let it go. I think he's just used to let it, having to let it go, but, you know, I think he just feels like he got the short end of the stick, and I mean Lena. Deacon when I say that. Now, Teddy, I don't think is going to let it go, the problem, because when he asked Raina, did you sleep with him, and she said, no, I wouldn't do that, and he goes, well, did you want to? I feel like... He now is just like, she's like, I'm trying to put it behind us. And he's like, yeah, me too. But I don't know that he's just going to let it go that easily. I think he's angry about it. He doesn't like Deacon. And I feel like he's not going to let it go, but she's trying to sweep it under the rug. Because if she addresses how she feels about him, it's going to be a problem. What do you think is going to happen with Juliet and Deacon? Oh, oh, you're talking about with Juliet. I'm no, we'll take it all, but I, we just want to know that no, one, too. I mean, ladies, I'm just throwing you all off tonight. Um, <laughs> you're just excited. We like it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with them because I want to say, like, she obviously likes him and and she wanted him, you know, to be on her side, like, music-wise, but now I feel like she likes him a little bit more, and she's feeling a little more connected to him now that he helped her mom. So, I don't know what's going to happen, because I feel like he just really loves Raina, and if he does go for her, it's just going to be because that's what he can get at the time. I think Mm. he's actually pulling back intentionally, so, you know, he, he sort of, like, forced the friendship thing. 
He's like, well, we are friends. And he said friends and was like, well, no kissing. I do right. find it yeah. interesting, the whole pill thing, how he was like, I counted seven. I know there yeah. are only seven. And, you know, it was hard because he's going back to where he went to rehab and he's kind of around it all again. And you saw his difficulty. I mean, he's counting how many pills are in there. He yeah. said there's still that many pills and gets up and walks away. And then you kind of see him at his AA meeting or wherever he is there. It's, I mean, it seems like it's going to be hard to be around that. So I'm kind of and worried And he was for in a him. bar yeah. fight. I, yeah, totally. I was thinking the same thing. You you could see his face when he was singing that song in the bar and the guy insulted him that he was still, in my mind, like still thinking about this edge. path that he could, yeah, that right. he could go. And I think he wanted to get in that fight just to like let some of that out and doesn't know how to handle it and deal with it. And, you know, so I think it's going to be very easy for him to revert back to his old ways, especially with the way, you know, Rain is treating him again. Which is yeah, sad. I, that could totally push him over the edge. And I, I feel like that fight was displaced anger, just like you were saying, JJ. And I, I don't know. I mean, he, I didn't realize how raw that was for him. Like, the whole yeah. time I'm watching up until this point through the season, I'm thinking he had a problem, he overcame it, he's got a new lifestyle now, he's okay. And then this happens, and you see he's really not that 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 okay I guess mm-hmm. is the way I mean I don't know that much about drug and alcohol addiction like obviously firsthand or anything like that but I don't know how fresh it is always for people but for him I just didn't see that it was so close to the surface but now we're finding out that it is like one little thing and he's like could be spinning off into a relapse you know I mean I definitely think it's probably something you struggle with for a very long time you know it's not like unless you can stop cold turkey and not think about it but that doesn't happen for most people so I think that'll be something we see develop with Deacon along the way yeah unfortunately I have a couple alcoholics in my family and yeah it's always there and I don't I think even no matter how many years sober they are it it still could come back at any time yeah you always got to think about it and work work on it so jolene and deacon will probably have quite a a road ahead of them Mm -hmm. just in different spots starting out now and we saw juliet didn't want to go home from the recording session because she just didn't want to deal with her mom and she didn't want to be around that whole scenario Mm -hmm. so So it's clearly taking a toll on her did she move into a different house? I'm confused about that. Yep, she said, yeah. I hate everything my mom's touched. I'm getting out of here. don't want to be around it. Now she has the new, very modernized, yeah. architectural house. And that's what I thought, but then I was like, well, she didn't actually say she was moving, but I mean, I concluded that, but then I was like, did I miss something? Because she just, I walked into this new house and I'm like, Jeez, but yeah, I mean, I think that's what I kind of got from it, but I just wanted to double check I was on the same page. But. Yeah, we kind of did the same thing because she said, like, the, the assistant said, well, we just got new furniture, and she's like, I don't care, it has to go, I don't want anything she touches. But yeah, I thought she was, at the time, just getting rid of the furniture in the house or, the or anything right. she touched, yeah. But then when we saw the Not brand new home, house. we're like, wow! Well, by the way, why nice. is she buying... That'd be nice, right? Yeah. 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 Like, well, you know what, I'm sick of it, just give me a new yeah. house. But how can she buy a new house when she's, like, losing endorsement deals and her tour and the whole thing because of the shoplifting we'll see if this was a bad investment or not (laughs) and if she can sell her other house after her neighbors keep saying what's happening i don't know how how good that'll be on the market yeah maybe maybe lamar's behind it all lamar lamar he could be maybe he's doing turning some deal for her or something who knows Uh, we'll um, see who knows Mm -hmm. well i think we should uh say 
as our friend Lauren is calling in here, that you guys out there listening all should tell some of your friends to call in or check us out on iTunes. Um, you can download the podcast, tell a friend, rate us, um, write comments, give us things you'd like to hear us talk about or, you know, storylines you like, anything. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, write and come. We love the emails, too. We get lots of emails as well, so it's great to hear like everything Eric. you're thanking. Eric, yeah. who wrote us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, it's let's very move. Easy. It's very easy to call in, guys. Just <laughs> call the number, and you can listen and call in. It's actually very fun. This is my first time. I'm very excited. <laughs> first uh-huh. time caller. Oh. <laughs> All right, so let's talk a little bit about the love triangle between uh, Scarlett, Avery, and Gunner. That's just it's... getting crazy. I'm over it. I'm over. I hate to be mean because she seems so sweet, but I'm over Scarlett's character. Her I voice cannot... is so minuscule. Well, now I know. When we know we got another comment. Scarlett is Australian, and oh. actually Gunner is British. So they're both kind of changing up their mm-hmm. accents as well there, but. It's still, it's not even that. It's just her whole character in general. And it's like, she just seems so too sweet, too like, let me be walked all over. I can't deal with her. Yeah, we all three, you know, as we're watching it, we, we love everybody. But with that one, we're just like, Oh, you know, she just she nails just on a chalkboard. Yes, yeah, Her and whole you just character. Yeah, and I think just we want to see a. Str- I mean, you don't have to be a super strong woman, but she is just like has no backbone and just so whiny and mushy when she talks. It's just totally. it's frustrating. Right? Did we yeah. say last week, um, JJ, that she I would called her the shivering lamb in the corner. Yeah. Well, it did kind of like turn so, around. I don't know. She's so like. Yeah, like wispy, and ugh, I just want to shake her. She's like a little meat. Well, it's coming around. I think. We'll, we'll. I mean, obviously, what happened was Gunner and Scarlett were supposed to sing for Paul Worley, who is actually a big time producer in Nashville for like Lady Annabellum and a few other bands. I mean, big time. He pretty big producer there. And Avery's the one that plays the guitar and mm-hmm. kind of tries to show off and get the attention on him. Mm-hmm. He Ruins steals the it. show. So he's Ruins jealous it. because uh, Scarlett and Gunnar are giving each other googly eyes it worked, <laughs> the though. whole time. Yeah. You would have thought totally that they were in love. Worked. Totally. And it was a beautiful song. It was all going well. And then he decided to jack it all up. Like he, he would. I mean, yeah. You could assume That's, he would have done that. That's his character. That's what he's playing. This guy who can't seem to like be happy for anyone else. He just wants to get ahead, and so he hijacked the song, which is what they got feedback saying, because he went like super heavy on the guitar but he was just supposed to play backup guitar yeah yeah and I think that's what made me so mad about Scarlett's character is I know she got mad in her own little way tonight but come on you have a big chance a huge chance you know if, if my boyfriend had done something like that when you're having a, a chance it's your a moment break, like, yeah like how selfish and just I, I well, mean, and here's, it's clear he yeah. doesn't love her and he's only using her you know like she said, you wanted to go back to how it was when I was writing poems and, and nobody not, heard them. And, you know, right. But she also be, said, how many times do I have to tell you that you're mine? Yeah. You're mine. It's like he doesn't actually care about that. <laughs> right. Right. Like, that's not even the issue at hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. So, I mean, obviously we saw for the pr- preview for next week, something's going down right. between which that's inevitable. We could already guess at least that something's going to happen between those two. And I feel like something's going to eventually happen between Gunner and Scarlett. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lauren, what do you think think, of all that? I think so. I think so. I think that there's definitely something brewing and all that. And I feel kind of like Gunner is forcing this relationship with Haley just because he's like, well, I got to put this energy somewhere. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't like Haley and she seems like a cool girl and all that, but I feel kind of like his heart is really 
you know, with Scarlett. And I feel like she is the same. I mean, again, back to the googly eyes scenario. I, maybe this is just me, but she seemed heavily googly eyeing and he was kind of like not really so much. And now I know his character in the story. I think they're trying to make it seem like they both like each other. But like we've talked about like the the younger Raina and Deacon. But I mean, she was laying it on mm-hmm. thick during that song. And he was giving a little back, but maybe because he was sitting in the middle, he didn't want to like, you know, because... Uh, Avery's on the other side. That was so awkward. Just, yeah. <laughs> she was she was like laying it on thick. So I, I mean I feel like her character in that moment really showed like what she was feeling, just like when Raina and Deacon sang at the Bluebird that one time. I kinda felt like it was that all over again. There are definitely a lot of parallels between the storylines. Yeah. I cannot I don't know, Gunner turned me off as well. Like what have you n- known this Haley girl for five days and you're professing your love and how you want to make it complicated? He just seems so like, oh I couldn't deal. I was like, what are you doing, Gunner? I agree. Yeah. I kinda want to see a little more manly man like we were talking I about did. from the CMAs. Put one of those guys in there character just to have a little more oomph than like he seems a little soft I guess in contrast to Avery who's supposed to be but by the way Avery's like tiny and (laughs) like I want to put him in my pocket but (laughs) you know they're making them contrast in terms of their personalities one is the sweet songwriter the other one is like the rugged douche well, Gunner and Scarlett could be just the perfect match. I don't know. I don't know who would actually have a backbone in that relationship. But Neither of them. I, I kind of do like them together because yeah. of that. Like, because I don't really see them with anybody else. Like, I just kind right. of they should be together. I don't like Scarlett you know? with Avery. It just seems like she's like a battered wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she totally is. Good call. Yeah. And we haven't seen anything redeeming, you know, about Avery yet. No, and I don't not think we're all. going to. No, apparently <laughs> you're going to do some stuff with the lady agent from or whoever she is. The record label, right? Yeah. From the He's going to get on that yeah. casting couch, right? That's what it seems He's like. He's doing anything to get ahead. Yeah, and now he looks all excited because it looks like in the ne- next episode she's going to give him a chance. Right. So just what he wanted. All right, so that brings us, let's talk about... Um, Let's talk about all four of these. Raina, Teddy, Peggy, and Deacon. So quite a lot going on there tonight with, you know, Teddy and his campaign issues and past and Peggy. So let's dive into that one a little bit. Let's start with the campaign. You want to start there? Yeah. Coleman yeah. And, and Teddy, which yes. I love. Oh, the cool. debate. Mm-hmm. Coming right out of, you know, our election. And so obviously we now know that Teddy is the Democrat mm-hmm. wearing the blue tie, which makes me already think for the future Tennessee's a Republican state, so is he going to win or is he going to lose? Is that foreshadowing right there with the tie mm-hmm. color? I don't know. I think he's going to lose, and he's going to lose hard and many things in his life. Yeah, and I think Coleman had a, you know, his points against him were great tonight and definitely digging into that past that Teddy's trying to, like, you know, keep down, as we learned tonight about the what the embezzlement with um, Peggy. Something about his father, which I think mm-hmm. that'll obviously develop as well. So Basically I, that he inherits everything. Life it happens for him yeah. Silver Spoon, and because he's given everything, he also loses everything. Mm-hmm. Which maybe that's what happened to his father as well, is what I'm thinking. You know, yeah. he's like, he wasn't successful in the end. That's going to happen to you as well. Mm-hmm. Don't put this guy as a leader of your. They're yeah, fighting they dirty, Nashville. but they have to. At some point, you have to win. Yeah, and yeah. of course, Coleman does if he's going against, you know, 
Lamar's influence over here who seems to be puppeteering so many things and really wanting to get his baseball field, you know, there, which he said is going to, you know, bankrupt the city. And I'm glad got, he says it. Yeah. Lets people know That's, this is what's what they're going to do. Like, are you prepared are. for this? Totally. I wasn't going to do that to you. That's why Lamar's not backing me anymore. Mm-hmm. It kind of shows some true colors. And I hope people actually listen. I'm definitely on Coleman's side. He seems like <laughs> a good Coleman. guy. Him helping Zeke Exactly. So... But it's, mm-hmm. in, it's interesting also to see um, Peggy's involvement in all of this because at first we thought maybe there was an affair and we thought it was all this stuff. And to know that they did this embezzlement together, we sort of— Yeah, but you guys, do you think there's still a possibility that something could have went down? Definitely. I was going to ask— Peggy is kind of giving him the eye, and, you know, that paparazzi or whoever that was in the background taking photos of them is going to try and uncover something. So the question's going to get asked. It's just whether or not Oh, definitely. Did and Lamar did bring it up. He... Yeah, what? Lamar, Sorry, Lamar yeah. brought it up and said, is there anything else going on? Like, why would she do this for you? And really, women... Why would you do that for someone that's not your husband or that you have any kind of romantic interest in? Yeah. Two you million, two no. million dollars. Right. That's you would what not I do was that. thinking. Because I was like, I mean, he said, and he was very convincing, like, no, she may have wanted something, but, you know, I, that, that wasn't my agenda. But it's just, again. Lies and more like lies. That's about the writers are very good at dangling that carrot, and there's a reason why they're even bringing it up. Yeah. So, well, and if know. we, back when, remember back when she, we first saw her. When we well, last episode, last episode, two, two. This is her second episode, right? That she was been on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, remember, um, Raina was the one saying, like, teasing him about um, Peggy from the past, being and, attracted yeah, to but him, just, and-, and then he like all blushed, and you know, so it, then it made it seem like because he said, "Oh, that was 15 years ago," or oh, you know, it made something like but that. But you also saw her in the middle of the concert be like, "Yeah, like nod like, to head yeah. outside, yeah. like something's definitely gone down." I mean, there's an affair that's going to come out, and there's all this. Yeah, I think so too. Or that's, an affair is going to, to start. Be. Exactly. Yeah. So if it didn't happen before, it's, gonna it's happen going to happen now. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. sure it already happened. I think, you know, it's sad because he clearly is going down a dark path, but it will pave its way for Raina to do whatever she's going to do. Let's talk about Raina's decisions okay. lately because they're really angering me. <laughs> so she just constantly, like, um, just keeps denying, you know, Deacon and like like showing up at his his um, house when he won't a- approve her to use his lyric for a commercial, which is really selling out. I mean, she's been high on her horse about not selling out to be on Juliet's you know concert, but then she goes, you know, and does a commercial, which she explained why. But I understand why Deacon is like, no, you know, those are my lyrics; they mean something to me, you know. But she, he also she, wants to punish her because she canceled the tour and because she canceled the tour because of them. And their relationship. And also, yeah. I think he feels like he has given up. Totally. Yeah. I mean, look, I understand her point of view. Like, she's trying to make money. It's a commercial, like, whatever. But when you look at it a little bit deeper, it's like Deacon has given up so much to let Raina live her life. Like, mm-hmm. he could have fought and been like, I'm in love with you. I'm out of rehab. Let's do this. He could have come in, shook up her life. Clearly, when he was done with rehab, she was already in a relationship with Teddy. Who knows how far along? I don't know how long he was in rehab for or when he felt like he came out and he could, you know, he could have come to her and said, 
what are you doing with him? He could have fought for her, but he didn't want to, like, shake it up and make things complicated. And I feel like his character feels like he sacrificed a lot, like, to make, to let her be happy. And now she's coming to him with this proposal of, like, and again, for me, can you give me the lyrics to the song so I can do this commercial for me and for my family? And I think he's probably just fed up. Like, he wants to probably do something for himself at this point, which is why he may stray with Juliet, you know? That's fine, but I still also think that Raina did a lot for him, so we can't forget that. We don't know all their no, past. True. She's the one that got him into rehab. She's the one that saved his Coleman life. Said that. So you it's always true. have to remember, like, I think both sides in that situation, because it does seem like Deacon gets the side swipe or whatever his song was about how he's always on the sidelines of, mm-hmm. of yeah, this. Yeah, sideshow mm-hmm. or something side like that. Show, yeah. which, okay, but, you know, she she's always been that star. He's always chosen to be that as well. They're just digging now, at each other yeah. because they can't be together, so they're doing that thing where, like, it you can't be friends. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's also hard. Last week, she expected him, you know, to perform at her husband's political she thing. She didn't expect but, him, though. Remember, she said, I don't, Deacon won't show up. And he he said, oh. She knew that they were going to ask him to, that somebody else asked him to. And at that time, she could have said, no, I don't feel comfortable with him doing this. There's no, there's no reason she couldn't have stood up there by herself and done that for her husband. Right. I think to ask Deacon to do that for 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 her husband is is actually a big reach, and I thought she should have been more a little more grateful to him for doing it. And then now oh, to like yeah. following that episode now to have now come back and want him to be in a commercial and you know use a song for a commercial and get mad at him. I just I feel like she's expecting a lot and not giving him much in return at this point. And he went to jail and called her as his yes, one call. Yes, let's talk about that. Well- well, guys, hold on. But, okay, yes, I agree with uh, both of you, actually, Whitney and JJ. But, yeah, I mean, I kind of, I feel like he, you know, he, I don't know. I, it's, it's, so, it's like I want to side with Raina and then I want to side with him. Mm-hmm. But when, she, when he called her, I knew she was from jail. I knew she was not going to pick the phone up because right. Teddy's in bed next to her. Mm-hmm. How's that going to look? She wanted to pick him up and bail him out, pick up the phone and bail him out. But she's like, oh, was she going to tell that to him after he just said to her, did you want to sleep with him? And she's but they're like, long-time oh, friends. Not, you know, and I feel like she would just be in so much she trouble. She couldn't. She couldn't do it. No, there's yeah. no way. And I think that's the whole point of this whole lyric thing with the commercial. He was holding on. He was holding yep. on to this song that they wrote together. He says, go ahead and use it. Because it was more than just the lyrics of a song. Right. It was them writing it together. He's got, But they're both trying to let go. And that's the whole point of her not picking up the phone mm-hmm. and him saying go ahead and use the lyrics. Letting go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you can see both sides. Obviously, I'm just playing devil's advocate because no, I always love Deacon, but you can see how they both they both helped each other and they've both kind of hindered each other in a way as exactly. well. I think yeah. that's where it's been really, really great writing on the show because it is hard to really take a clear cut side because yes. I can see both sides too, but I also it, it also comes in at another level when you have Teddy because Teddy is so quick to like ask Raina questions like, did you sleep know what's really going on there did you sleep with him or did you want to but meanwhile he's out there with peggy having the same kind of putting his hand on her hand and you don't do that unless you're you know that's a sign for for somebody you Um, know and he so he's making her feel all guilty to kind of squash her kind of music career now and then he's off doing i think it's more of like he's i honestly thought when he asked her that question he's thinking for himself what would she say if i said you know, thinking it's just in the control, future, if something happened between okay, him and Peggy. Wait, what? I was thinking the opposite. I was thinking, like, if he's so, okay, look, if you don't want to get caught doing something, you're not going to bring it up at all. Like, 
you're going to not talk about an affair or people cheating if you're doing it. You're just going to skirt the issue. So let's play devil's advocate for a second because what you did mention is possible. But what if he is not doing anything with this Peggy chick and didn't have an affair, and he's putting it on the table because he wants to talk about it with her. She's the one who doesn't ask him questions. She can very well be like, what's up with, like, I mean, yeah, she said, oh, 15 years ago she had the hots for you, but she never went any further, and we talked about that last week, how she just kind of, like, let it go. Now, I feel like Raina's not asking him questions because she doesn't want to have to be asked in return. But I don't she think... Doesn't have to I think lie. they almost don't care. No, I, no I don't she, even think that. I just think, why would Raina ask questions? Because she's not even concerned that there was even a possibility of an affair. It's like, I've seen Peggy one time. She has no idea that They've been talking since this business deal went down years ago. You know what I mean? Like, why would she even wonder if Peggy is involved in some sort of thing? Right, they're meeting secretly. You get a vibe when people are around, like, and again, we're watching it on TV, so it's different, but I just feel like when Peggy was in that, like, first meeting when we first saw her last episode, and she was like, oh, you'd make a great politician. Like, we all went, oh, like, come on. I mean, sometimes you just get a vibe around people, and yes, true, maybe she has no reason to think that there's anything going on, but I just feel like to play devil's advocate, if Dina, Deacon is not bringing up, or is he having having no problem bringing up the possibility of affairs in their relationship, Teddy, then mean, he Teddy. might not be trying to cover up anything, because why would he even bring it up? Because then she could ask him the same question, and then he's screwed. She's the one who doesn't want to talk about it. I think, so why not she, ask her, get her to admit it, so it's easier for you to get away with it, because if she's exactly, saying yes, yeah. then I'm going to go ahead and be like, well, me too, I guess we're even. You've <laughs> yeah, done this to yeah, me for that, years, that so. That could be it, too. That could be it. I, th- I do think she clearly does avoid all the questions because, you know, she, I mean, I, I think she, yeah, like she, she doesn't want to hurt him and say, yes, I actually do want to sleep with him. Right, but how is that right. going to sound when you hear it? Exactly. I think Her she's husband, trying to try right. to be a good wife and she has kids and she's, she's trying all to, the necessary but, steps. Mm-hmm. She canceled the tour. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's trying very hard to not make mistakes. And in the end, I just feel like, man, it's all going to split apart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think we commented <laughs> oh, yeah. about this with, with both of these women, um, Raina and now not one we usually talk about, but Scarlett. You know, it's <laughs> these two women who are choosing <laughs> the wrong men. I mean, they're choosing these guys who are both selfish, who both don't have their interests, you know, really at heart. And they're, they have these other guys who are clearly the into one they them and like, like. should be. Yeah. And they're having all these reasons why they're not together. Right. But, which makes for great drama it on our does. show. So speaking of great drama shows, we have lots of shows here at AfterBuzz TV. So whatever you are a fan of, we have a great fall lineup. We have like over 50 shows. Um, if there's like we have Dexter. We, what are your ladies' other shows? Heart of Dixie, Pretty Little Liars. Rizzoli Niles. Yeah. little something for I, everyone. So just Yeah, I do America's Next Top Model and The New Normal. Yeah. So some reality, some, some drama, comedy. Some comedy. Yeah. Got it all. Anything you want, it's on there. So just go to AfterBuzz TV and check out all the shows. All right. So let's go ahead and get into some news and gossip. Okay. AfterBuzz TV News. So ratings news. Because I know we t- you all talked about it a little bit last week about how it kind of stayed the same. Unfortunately, Uh-oh. we have gone down in ratings. So it was at $6.5 million. We've gone down to about $5.74 million for this past week, which I think is fine. I mean, this is just, you know, people you've, you're getting the loyal 
viewers. But what's what's great is even if the ratings are a little uneven, the songs are just going straight up on the iTunes charts. So people are right. going straight to iTunes, downloading them, and getting some new country music. That's definitely good. That's kind of I feel like one of the goals of the show in general. So that's a good little news for the for the music mm-hmm. part, music side of the show. I really like yeah. Deacon's song tonight, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I did too. And along with the ratings, it's still. I know you just said it last week, but it's still Nashville's is still number one new drama. So that's great for young adults. So it's awesome. staying right. there at least in that level. So a couple things with Connie Britton. She is actually going to be in a new movie called The Fitzgerald Family Christmas with Ed Helms. Oh. It comes out on iTunes November twenty first, and in theaters December seventh. So she's she's all over the place. She's also on the cover of Red Book for November. So she talks about kind of her life as a single mother adopting a child and also her character as Raina James on Nashville. So go ahead and get it. I'm already thinking Thanksgiving flight home. That'll be a perfect perfect <laughs> read. Exactly. Nice. And a couple more things because we have talked a little bit about how the ladies were host or presenting at the CMAs. Now Hayden is actually going to be a host along with Rascal Flats for um, the, what is it called? The CMT Artists of the Year. So it's like a 90 minute special where they highlight and honor different artists from throughout 2012. So she's kind of getting her her little handle in all of the country music award shows and things like that. We'll see a lot more. That's great. That's about Uh, it. All right. I think that's it. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and move on into predictions for next week. And now, you're after Buzz TV (laughs) predictions. Oh. All right, Jen, what do you think? I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of cheating. I'm thinking that, (laughs) yeah, that's happening for sure. Somebody's going to write a song about it. (laughs) (laughs) A cheating song is a good prediction, I think, for next week. That'll come out. I mean, I already, I think I already said it earlier. I think Gunner and um, and Scarlett are eventually something's going to happen there. Because I mean, let's just be honest. That just seems where it's where it's leading. Who knows how long that'll take? But um, for her to actually outright say there's nothing between us, like you're say, you're trying to convince yourself of something. So there will be something yeah. between yes. us. Um, and I don't know. I mean, we talked about it. I think Teddy's going to lose the election. It's just little things mm-hmm. like that. We've kind of covered a lot throughout the yeah, show anyways. But yeah. no overarching prediction for, obviously, we saw what's going to happen next week. A little bit of some cheating already, right? We just yeah. said cheating. Yep. So. Yeah, the trailer tells us a lot. Yeah, no, I agree. I think we've talked about most of them earlier on in the um, in our podcast. But I do think um, a lot of lot more of uh, Teddy's lies and schemes are going to be exposed and i do actually think think i think one quick little like maybe immediate prediction that might happen in the next two episodes i feel like Haley, now that she's like with gunner i feel like she's going to pick up on the um the connection between he and scarlet and maybe she's going to back off and be like you know what i don't want to be a part of this like she might pick up on it and not be okay with it and there might be a little squabble between her and scarlet maybe Ooh, i wonder if there's gonna be drama and then they're gonna lose their deal that's what i'm saying something's gonna happen with or that. it's gonna get complicated like gunner wanted mm-hmm. and she's gonna fall in love with him and get really jealous of scarlet it could that's go so right. many ways it's definitely gonna get cray up in here it is so you better stick around <laughs> all right guys where can they find you guys I'm at Whitney Lane 1118 on Twitter and Whitney-Lane.com for my website. And I'm at Jen the Jew on Twitter. I'm Jennifer Golden on Facebook and JenniferGolden.com. Lauren? 
And I am at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram and on my website. And <laughs> everywhere. And I'm at JJ Jorgens and at JJJorgens.com. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Yay. Thanks for letting me call in. <laughs> yeah. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. After